Hey, friends. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. This is Christine Lakin. Um, this is a little mini episode for your pleasure to update you on both Allah and I's health and current wonderings about whether we actually had this COVID thing. Uh, apologies in advance for my side of the podcast. Something was going on with my earphones, and they will never be used again. So <laughs> if it gets a little annoying, my apologies. We're still trying to figure out this uh, socially distant um, way of recording. But enjoy, stay safe, and happy Memorial Day. The worst moments of our life. Hey, girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of, like, worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition ever. How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast, Christine Lakin. How are you? This I'm is good. Khaled, your host. Hi, this is Christine Lakin, your other host. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna chat a little bit. We want to have a little. Mi- this is our mini episode. It's a check. It's not really that mini. Yeah. We th- it never ends up being a mini. <laughs> I mean, let's be I like, honest. I like the uh, different backgrounds you're choosing. I'm, are you just googling and saving these images? That yeah. Is that, is that the virus image? That's the virus image. It's so gross. It's that's what was in us. Maybe I don't know. Let's just get to it. Can we please? Because you fucking ruined my whole weekend. I ruined your whole weekend. What are you talking about? Did you test positive for the antibodies? I like your mask, by the way. This whole thing? Yeah. For those of you just listening, um, he has a mask that is emblazoned with our logo for Worst Ever Podcast. And are you wearing, what? which wig is that? I get confused. This is, this is Covita. That's Covita. Okay. I really like Covita. I think the blonde, it's like a strawberry blonde. Mm-hmm. I think Isolashina is coming very soon. Isolashina. Uh. She's, she's yes. going to be a shorter wig. That's what I requested. It was a shorter. By the way, wigs are supplied by Rio Mid City. You can see them on Instagram. Rio Mid City. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Um, all right, we'll just get right to the point, everyone. So um, I had an antibody test this week. Well, let's get to the whole story. Can we please? Okay. So on March... 14th. No, March 9th, yeah. I arrived back from New York. And then on March 10th, I went to Christine Lakin's house to podcast with her on March 10th that morning. Right. On March 10th that evening, I became... Very, very, very sick. Like nothing like I felt before and lethargic and couldn't move for like three or four days. What was the date of your beginning of sickness? The 14th. It was five days after you left my house. Four days. Four days. Yeah. And you also became very, very sick. I did. I was sick. I was, I, it started feeling like it was just going to be like a weird cold Right. And then I went through all the symptoms of the COVID. Right. Oh, having your rosé with a straw? Yeah. I think you can take your mask off. We're not even in the same room. Oh, I know. I'm just We're trying to advertise. Near each other. I'm, I'm advertising. All right. I'll take it off because it's, it's really uncomfortable and it's hot in here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there you are. Oh, there she is. Oh, she's back. Um, yes. And I went through all of the different symptoms, but both of you, you and I, both couldn't get a test at that point because it was right. so new. It was fresh. And no one had tested had tests out unless you were a essential worker. Those are the only people getting tested. Or at that if time. you were at a certain age. Right. And so, sick. Right. So 
we both went through all of our symptoms for about 10 days and assumed that we had it, but never knew, right? So afterwards, you were tested because so you were right. No, no, no. That's not what happened. See, let's let's get the story right. So what happened was my friends were like, you have to get tested. You have to get tested. I go, guys, I would love to get tested, but it's fucking impossible to get a test. Right. Finally, someone sent me a link from the city where they were doing mobile testing. Um, and so I, I signed it. I filled it out and I got a test. But it was probably about a week after I felt better. Like I was like right. 80 to 90%. I still had like the chest stuff, you know, but it was, I was 80 to 90% better. So when I got the link, I convinced my roommate to get the test. I was like, you might as well get the test because if I do have it, you're going to have to get tested anyways. Right. If I don't, whatever. He's like, nah, cause he felt fine. I was like, just do it. So I went at two o'clock he went at four o'clock. I had sent the link to Christine. She did not get tested. <laughs> no, I didn't get tested. Right, which is fine. At that point, my I was like, I don't even know if I, I was already on the tail end of my symptoms. I probably should have in retrospect. Right. But my husband, we were just feeling very nervous about leaving our house. And my husband, right. I think, did not want me to leave him with the kids because he thought it was going to be like a three-hour process. And I think he just didn't know what it was going to entail. Right, which is fine. It doesn't matter. It didn't happen. So, but just so you know, everyone, I'm talking to the fans. Everyone should get tested at this point if, if they're available, just so we can figure out the numbers and maybe do some, you know, I, mean, right. I just think everyone should get a test. So I, my test came back negative. But my roommate's test came back positive. Asymptomatic. And he was asymptomatic. Although there's one or two days where he had a, a slight fever and that's pretty much it. Okay. So he came back positive, I came back negative. So either I gave it to him. Right. Or he got it from outside and I, you know, so quarantined for two weeks, he quarantined for two weeks. We both got retested after the two week quarantine to right. make sure that if I didn't have it, I didn't get it because there was a five day period where we were in the same rooms together and, you know, sharing pots and pans and doorknobs and refrigerators. And so I was like, I got to get retested again. So I got my I'm second, <laughs> please. So I got my second <laughs> test and it was negative and he was negative. Right. Now come to play. The antibody test. The antibody test. All right. So these things are very highly contested. First of all, I'm just going to say I'm not a doctor. All right. If anyone is, I've never played a doctor on TV. I can't even get hired as an actor to play a doctor. So I played a coroner, but go ahead. Okay. I'm just, I'm just telling you my experience. I'm not giving out medical advice. I want everyone to know that. Not that right. you would take medical advice from me. Um, but By the uh, way, I'm being nice to you right now. You're, because I know you're pissed. No, no, no. I know how pissed no, you are. No, because I want to get the results, and then I'm, I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna lash out. Okay, okay. Just so fine. you're ready. Okay. I know I am ready for it. It's fine. Okay. I, I like making you a little bit mad. Oh, um, I was like the Arabness this weekend. You have no idea. I literally was throwing shit. I am. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to it. So, okay. uh, not. I don't think. For personally, is my feeling. I do not think all of these antibody tests should be treated equally. Okay. What happened was Correct. in the very beginning, um, 
the FDA just like carte blanche let a bunch of these companies make these antibody tests, supposed antibody tests. And they went out to all of these minute clinics and urgent cares and blah, right. blah, blah. And a lot of these a lot of these tests are not accurate. There are lots of false positives, lots of false negatives. And by the way, we don't even really know what it means, except for if you get a good test and you think that that is accurate, except that you had it, that's it. It doesn't mean you're immune. It doesn't mean you have immunity. It, we don't know. We, no one we just knows. don't know. We just, but so, so but it's, not, I'm it, not, this it's isn't, for your own conscience. For your own like, conscience. So for me, I was like, I actually feel like I should get it because I never got tested. And I'm very curious to know if I, if it does test positive, then that would confirm that I had it and that probably you had it. So I go in on last Tuesday and I get my blood work done and I get the results back on Friday. Go ahead. And I went, FYI, I went through my primary and I got tested at UCLA. UCLA is where they are doing the serology study. So I felt like these tests are probably more accurate than going into like a random clinic. That's just okay, so my I should feeling. I should make an appointment at UCLA. I if you can go through my health network is UCLA. I'm just gonna pay for it. Okay, whatever you need to do. I'm just saying. I that's that was my feeling on it. You well, I'm gonna pay for it and then try to claim it to, for a reimbursement. Yeah, great. So I was positive. <gasps> I'm so oh happy. I'm so happy. Oh my god, are we having a baby again? <laughs> yeah, I'm positive. Oh my god. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew that if you, and the chance, the, the reason I'm excited, everyone, is because my testing timeline was just fucked up because I didn't right. get the test when I should have. Right. So I knew I had this, and I knew I had given it to Christine, and I knew I had given it to my roommate. Right. I just lucked out that my symptoms, even though they were really bad the first three days, we're not extreme to like go to the hospital. Right. right. This is no, life changing for me. For sure. I mean, listen, I totally, my doctor, when we had a telehealth, when I wasn't feeling well, totally believed I had it. This confirms it. Um, I also assume now that my whole family had it because I didn't quarantine away from them at all. Right. No, I know. And so my husband is going to, my husband's going to go get one this week. And now my parents have come out and been like, well, now that you're saying that you're positive, we have to tell you, we felt really bad when we left your house and went to Atlanta. We were not feeling good. So I got your parents sick too? I think you did. Thank God they're okay. Yeah, I know. I antibody tests now too. I said, I think you should. You should, everyone should just, I feel like the more information we have. Here's the other uh, thing. So I had, I think I strained my pectoral muscles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, doing probably more yoga than I usually do. Also picking up both of my kids all the time. And um, anyway, I, I was getting like nervous. I didn't know, I didn't know what was happening in my chest. If it was a mus muscular thing or if it was something like inside. And Chris because I was like, I started to get paranoid about being like, what if I had COVID and now there's going to be all these weird things coming out? Well, here's the thing is I'm not so going to lie That was the other you. reason why I right. kind of wanted to, well, I got a chest x-ray as well, by the way. Not right. I, I, I still have residual chest stuff from when mm -hmm. I was sick. There'll be times where I have a lot of shortness of breath, like at, like at certain times of the night or whatever. Like I'm just like, it feels heavy. 
And also, also there's an allergy. I haven't like my allergies are really bad right now, so yeah. I can't tell if it's an allergy. You know, I don't well, know what's happening, but there's no time to stop smoking like the present. Well, I someone sent me an article that smoking helps with the COVID. Who sent you that? The smoker? No one. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Come on. No, Marlboro did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With some coupons. Um, told me that, you know, tequila helps, so I'm just drinking that by the gallon. <laughs> I've never drank so much at home in my life. I don't usually carry liquor at home, and I'm buying vodka. I don't, it's crazy. Oh, my God, this is life-changing. Because, you know, okay, so just so an update on what's going on with me, my uncle, who was in the nursing home who has cancer, who's yeah. very ill, is and is now, thank God, home. Right. We're at the we're at the last part of it. So there might be a moment where I have to fly to Florida the next week, maybe in a few days. Really? Yeah. My dad I reluctantly my cousin Waffles called me from New Orleans and she's she was and she said, Listen, if you want to tell your dad, because it's his brother. You want to tell your dad to go visit i think now is the time because he's still lucid and can see him and recognize him because it's getting bad and i said okay let me talk to my sister first before i even say that give him the suggestion because i don't want him because florida has now opened up right. by the way we're just so you know when we're recording this it's what day it's today may 17th yes right so florida's been open for like a week and a half a week so, like partially open, but open in comparison to the rest of the states, like right. pretty open. So I'm even more fearful now for my parents because they're getting relaxed. Right. I don't want them to get too relaxed, right? Yeah. So we've, we've been really strict with them and sort of like beating them to the punch when it comes to getting groceries or like I sent the whole Lysol packages to my mom. Um, so when she told me that, I the guilt of my dad not seeing his brother before god forbid he can't like he's in a coma or he's right. just a vegetable would kill me yeah. so i called my sister and i said look would you be willing to drive mom and dad to tampa it's a wow. three-hour drive each way she's like yeah i i'm just got retested and i'm negative and i go you know just make sure they wear the mask make sure you know and i called my cousins there and i go look my parents come, there's not gonna be hugging or anything like that, obviously. They're gonna, if you give them a chair, they're gonna wipe it down. I don't want you to be insulted, thinking that we think you're dirty people or anything like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, right. Cause, well, it's a cultural thing too. I Middle Easterns are very, you know. So I was like, I don't want anyone to be offended. I'm just telling you now, I've instructed them that the only way they can go is if they do it like this, right? Okay. So yesterday, my sister drove my parents there. Um, they spent about 10 hours there and then drove back. He literally was awake for maybe five to 10 minutes out of the whole time. Cause he's so, his body's just mm. exhausted. Yeah. He's yeah. So this, even though we don't know about the antibody and right. you know what it does, it makes me a little bit more comfortable about going right. down there because I feel right. like I have a better chance of not giving them anything, you know? Right. I mean, you know. I mean, I still got to get the antibody test, so I'm going to schedule it Monday. Yeah. The way that traditional antibodies works, yes. Is this traditional? Who knows? Um, but, you know, hopefully it provides you some level of protection, even if, even 
if that's just like the plane ride, whatever. I mean, I know when, if you go there, you'll be very, very careful. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do the hazmat suit, I think. And wear a hazmat suit. Do you think that would be, you think that people would freak out if I showed up at the airport with a hazmat suit? I mean, I don't think they'd freak out. I think it's maybe a little. Well, it, what if I belt it and accessorize it so it looks like it's a, like a, like a fashion thing? Me, okay, this is great. Let me ask you a question. What's uh, the difference? Is it that you would wear it and then the moment you get off the plane and outside the airport, you literally strip it off and throw it away? Is that the point? Of correct. Okay. And then I could just hop in the shower, you know, strip off my clothes at my sisters or my parents, wherever I'm at, hop in the shower, you know, make sure I'm clean. I don't think you need a hazmat suit. Like, I don't think the COVID is going to be like getting on your clothes and then jumping from your clothes to your parents' clothes and then jumping inside their mouth. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how this thing transmits. But if it makes you feel more comfortable, by all means. Well, the other like, thing I is- I think I you'd be fine just wearing clothes and a mask and gloves. And then when right. you get there, strip everything off and take a shower the moment you get there. By the way, guess what comes in tomorrow from my Amazon? What? My LED masks. Oh, my God. For the bars and clubs. For the bars yeah, for and the, clubs. For, for the nightlife. Well, I figure yeah. we're going to be in this. Ooh. Yeah. No, I figure we're going to be this in this for a while. And we're going to have mass, a mask situation, right? For sure. Well, That's I ordered sure. the LED for the nightlife. Because I'm going out. Like, I'm not, like, as soon as this shit opens up, I'm going to the bars. You're going to the bars and you'll sit six feet away from everybody with your mat, with your LED mask on. Yeah, and if there's music pumping, my mask will be blinking and I'll be, you know, hopping to the beat and with my mask, change the color for moods. <laughs> oh my God, it's so stupid. You know what's funny? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's so wild how much this is going to change the way we do things for probably the next year. You know? I'm so curious about the travel. I just want to know a reason why I'm, I, I'm kind of excited to get on a plane because I want to see what on. they're doing. I want to see what the airport's like. Yeah. I want to see how they handle the baggage. I want to see, you know. What, uh, have you bought a ticket yet? No, I'm sort of giving it the, I'm gonna, I'm, as soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna start looking online for the UCLA test that you got uh -huh. and, and try to schedule that. I'm also, I would tell my, my parents don't even know I'd because they're going to tell me not to come. Right. So I'm waiting on my cousin to call me and I said, I'll give it another 24 hours to like figure out what I'm going to do. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive, I'm going to fly to Atlanta and drive from Atlanta to Jacksonville and then drive to Tampa or God forbid, I need to get to Tampa sooner. I'll just drive straight from Atlanta to Tampa and meet my parents there or whatever. Right. But um, I, I need to have a car there. And rather than running a car, it's just cheaper for me to fly to Atlanta. And, you know, I, my friend has an extra car. And plus, I'll guess I'll just stay for a while because my parents are going to end up moving to Orlando. Right. So I could at least help with that. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I... I mean, there's nothing going on here. We've been extended right. to August. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if I didn't have two kids, like, and I... You know, and I had my parents in Atlanta. I would probably go do the same thing and spend time with them at least, you know? Plus, yeah. Plus, Georgia's pretty open, so there might be some bars and shit. <laughs> well, the golf courses are open. You could always go play around uh, distant from my parents, but don't give them the COVID again. Again? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know if you can get it again. Who knows? 
this is the other thing that's really interesting is that, you know, uh, so her preschool was going to come back on June 1st. And I was already like, I don't know how I feel about that. That I don't, I, cause with children, you cannot tell them to keep their distance. It doesn't matter what you do in a classroom. You can't separate desks because they're, they're going to touch each other. They're children right. um, under the, under a certain age. They just, they, they cannot remember to do that. So I right. was like, I don't, I just don't see how this is going to work. And then they extended it through July. And now I'm like, oh, I don't even know if we'll be coming back. I mean, I've already heard rumors that LAUSD is not coming back at all. Everything well, if the, if the universities and the colleges, the, the um, community colleges aren't coming back. Yeah. I, I don't see how that is going to happen. Work either. So we're trying to figure out a situation, trying to figure out how we can sustain this. I think everyone's going to, I wish there were more guidelines. Well, you, you know what I would do, honestly? Hmm. Oh, uh, let me ask you a question. Are you worried about your kids being with other kids? Not particularly. Um, I'm, I just want to mitigate risk at this point. So uh, going to a place where there are, you know, 50 some odd other families coming and going seems like a large amount of risk. All right. So let me ask you this, because this could be like a solution. Are there two or three parents that you completely trust with their kids that you trust? Yes. Like you think, okay. You think it's something where you could split for a private tutor and switch homes every like week yes. where they, the three kids, have you thought of this already? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Wow. We think alike. I think because we have, we're brother and sister with the, the COVID. COVID. The COVID brains? Well, I, I think we, I think we're blood relatives now with the COVID. I but mean, look, I think like- I gotta make sure I have it first. So. I know. I think everybody's gonna figure out what works for them and then you're gonna have to keep your, your circle small, I guess. And, and know that it's, it's a risk regardless. So that's the, if that's the risk you're willing to take, you know? Yeah, I mean, if there's like two or three parents and you have enough, you know, you have a good sized yard. Mm -hmm. And- I think the other thing is trying to keep, keep you know, everybody's got to kind of do the same rules in their lives about how exactly. they handle themselves. And then um, keep everything outside. Keep li lots Ooh, so, of air, lots of open right. air. So what do we call, we'll call your school Lakin or Bro. Lakin Bro. <laughs> no, Lakin Bro Elementary. I mean, what do we call it? We're going to have to have, we're going to have to have like. Worst, uh, ever, worst ever preschool. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have, have a shield. For their uniforms. I want to be in like a bikini top with like we have you know. to we have to get them uniforms. <laughs> oh, hey all, guys! Everybody, open your own snack today. Mom is having Cheetos. So. Right. Oh wow, that's gonna be yeah. crazy. It's gonna be crazy, but you know it's so weird because it's like I've I have found that we're almost getting back to what people did in my parents' era, like in the seventies, early eighties, even. When I was a kid, I, I went to maybe a preschool that was in the basement of the church. Like, no one was learning anything. We were singing some Jesus songs and eating some goldfish. You know what I'm right. saying? And then at one point when we lived in Maryland, my mom and three other parents did this, like, daycare drop-off. And it was playgroup. And, like, twice a week or whatever, we'd all congregate at a different person's house. And, we, and all I remember of it was playing with other kids watching an episode of something on TV and eating cheese. 
that's all I remember of it. But I have, I have pictures of it. And like, this is sort of, it's sort of like going back to the old school before it became, everything became so crazy. And people were so crazy about their kids, like knowing how to spell their entire name by the time they're four. And maybe we just have to relax a little bit. I mean, with kids, my, my kids age anyway, that's all I'm speaking too is a preschool right because they're not in i mean lucky for you they're not a where they're yes although i did say to my friend the other night we had a um her gay uncles came over and sat on the driveway and uh one of them is a dj and but he has been a teacher as well and i said to him you know and he's doing some online djing like virtual events and whatnot which i hate those things it's so stupid no offense to all your virtual djs I just like, like, I would get texts like, "Yeah, we're having a virtual DJ party," and I was like, "Okay, so I wa- I'm dancing by myself, and you know, with my LED mask." No, I mean, we do a family dance every Friday, which is fun for us. But I, I get it. You're by yourself in your like condo, and you're like, "What am I doing?" Um, no, I'd rather watch HSN, which I bought my first product from HSN yesterday. Oh All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, it's but, not uh, that big of a deal, but go ahead. Anyway, because I. I told yeah. him that maybe he should think about putting his services out too, because he has an MFA in acting from UCLA. I was like, maybe you should think about, there's going to be a lot of parents out there. They're going to need to fulfill some of these requirements from school. And not every school, not every parent's going to be willing to go the distance with every. Well, what they should do or what we should do is, you know how they do the mirror for exercise classes? Yeah. They should do the mirror for school. Where you set up your kid's desk right there. There's a mirror that they look into, and it's the teacher teaching them the assignments. And yeah. make it interactive. Well, yeah, for sure. And if you could even share that with a couple of people. Hi. Oh, wait, i got to show you my kid. Come here. Come here. So the, um, the injuries haven't stopped. There, <laughs> I didn't know there were. Yeah. Oh, he's just—he's crazy. We were good for like a week. And oh, you mean your son? Here. Yeah. Come here, Boo Boo. Um, fell off of the. Oh God. He fell off of the um bar stool yesterday. Mm-hmm. Brought the bar stool down with him, and then the bar stool caught him on the nose. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Kind of looks like Rocky Balboa. Oh, there you are. Oh wow. You know. Hey, buddy. He doesn't recognize me with the wig. He's so cute, but. Baylor. Poor thing. Right. Um, okay, do you take want out, to tell take out your pacifier? You, do you want to tell everyone why you're so mad at me? Well, which part? Well, I I had the results on Friday, and I'm like, no, I'll I know. See you on Sunday and when I, we talk, and you were just you were like freaking out. You would not stop oh, me. I can't I can't pick up the phone because you would get it out of me. I know I was gonna get it out of you. I was like, she's hey, George. I was just about to cuss. Um, <laughs> Okay, I have your phone then. Oh, okay. <laughs> How are? Oh, no wonder why Baylor didn't respond. Um, yeah, I'm like, what a fucking bitch, man. Here I am, you know. <laughs> I, first of all, I'm in the Middle Eastern grocery store buying grape leaves and like things to make rolled, you know. Yes. And all I know is that she has the results, and I'm like, I couldn't even con- like I couldn't concentrate. Like I forgot the garlic. <laughs> Right. So I was like, I could all I could think I about needed was this. To I needed to speak to you about it. I can't just tell you over the phone. And I couldn't tell you. You're like, oh, I'll have surprise for the podcast. No, you won't. 
you'll be like, oh, great. No, I needed I figured, the real reaction. I figured, I figured if you were negative, you would have been like, I'm negative. Yeah, I know. But then I was so, like trying to throw you off. Yeah, and I was like, and then, but I knew, I knew if I said, should I get, to, should I just waste the money on the test or not? And I was like, well, you should get tested regardless, which I still feel. Even if I was negative, I would it, tell you to get it because I, if you were negative, I wouldn't have gotten tested. Well, if I was negative, I would have been real confused. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Right. Then I probably would have said, I don't think any of these tests are correct. Right. Will you send me the actual link to that UCLA? Well, it, it wasn't a link because I got it through. So my primary insurance is UCLA Health. That's my insurance. And I go to the Tulip Lake Medical Center, which is the motion picture place. Right. So I had a, I had a, I had a telehealth with my primary. She agreed. And the, they sent the request to the lab to have them take my blood and run the test. So it's all there through UCLA. So I don't, I don't know how that works. Maybe you can just right. like medical. Well, tests. no, because I, I, I was going to go through Quest Labs. Right. Maybe they use Quest. A, I, that might be a good one. So that's going to be, so what I'll do is I will call Quest and see if they do the blood draw because I don't want the prick. Yeah, I got a blood draw. Yeah, the blood draw. My friends got the prick and it's, I was like, that's not going to work. No. And they were negative. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't pay for that for sure. Yeah, I'm going to get the blood draw. I want to make sure it's a blood draw. Okay, how were your grape leaves? Most important question of this of this chat. So I did them for the first time in the Instapot, which I've only, I've done them before, but I did it in a regular pot where it takes like an hour or something. Cool. So two things I did differently. First of all, I got, usually I get the jarred grape leaves that are already, right, that you have to just boil the salt out of it. And then, but they're a thicker leaf. Okay. This place, this grocery store had the jar, but they also had fresh ones. You just got the fresh. So I bought the fresh that are dry and then you just blanch them. Okay. And, you know, but those are really thin. Okay. So the cooking time is very different got because it. of the leaf. That wasn't one thing. The okay. second thing was the Instapot. Some people were saying this amount of time. Some people were saying this amount of time. But with the fresh leaf and an Instapot, so I overcooked them by like probably 15 minutes. Okay. So they, they were mu So they didn't fall. Not all of them fell apart. Some of them fell apart. But they were mushier than I would like. Yeah. yeah they yeah, still yeah. tasted great. Yeah. So I'm going to remake them in the next month or two. But I'm going to try it again with a shorter time and figure out. Because it's just a trial and error thing. They're really hard. They're I spent like really four hard. hours. I've never done with, it. And I don't have a uh, food processor. Oh. So I'm chopping everything by hand. The parsley, yeah. the green onion, the tomato. I mean, I'm chopping everything by hand. Are you using a food processor a lot? Would you be using one a lot right now? Or they just I mean, specifically no i just i never i never had one so i don't really know how to use it to be honest with you i have one i have two. Oh, i so love one what i was saying i have a big one and then i have the little mini prep one and i usually just use the mini prep one because i'm not really unless i'm baking some big thing you know right but, so if you want it if you're using it a lot you can have it you can have i it. would use it a lot because why not okay like i could use it to make my meatloaf yeah. I mean, you're really cooking, I feel like, a lot of big ticket items over there. Lasagna last week. The lasagna was phenomenal. It was, did you have any left? Or you ate it all? Uh, no, I have, a, I have a Tupperware left and I'm freezing. Oh, good. Yeah, freeze it. 
I made chicken enchiladas last week. Best I've ever made. Best I've ever made. I made my own green sauce and it was like stupid. I can't wait to yeah. make them. And then we just got a new dishwasher, which hasn't been installed yet. So I'm really Good. excited. Well, because I've been washing dishes by hand. No. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, yeah. My um, tomatoes are coming. I'm going to have like 10 tomatoes so far. Tomatoes off the vine, when you grow them, there is, I would grow them, but my husband doesn't even like tomatoes. The problem is, that, though, when you grow them yourself, they're totally different. I think they taste so much better when you grow them for some reason. And I got zucchini that I'm growing, and I got Asian cucumbers that I'm growing. Who knows? Um, well, I, um, I'm still doing the books. Thankful for the voiceover work. That's working out pretty well. Trying to make that happen every day. Um, and we've been doing a lot of scootering and balanced biking. My kids are oh, professionals. I forgot to tell you, I, Kelly Devine called me. Oh, That's yeah? Kelly Devine. How was she? She was sick, too. Really? Is she still yeah. in New York? She's in New York, and they were about to open Diana when it got pushed because of the COVID, but they were about to go into previews. Oh. Diana the Musical. Um, she's going to come on the podcast. She's agreed to Yay. do it. Okay. But she's got this great thing that this she is our started. This choreographer, you guys. Her name is Kelly Devine. She choreographed Rock of Ages, Come From Away. Um, She's been nominated the, for lots of things, Tony Awards, yeah. the Rocky Musical, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she's, she's got tons of – she was doing like 10 musicals right before COVID at the same time. It's like she's very busy. Anyways, um, she started an Instagram that we're going to each do one, you and I, called um, – why go live? Oh, okay. And it's about you telling your individual stories about doing something live and what the awesome. why it's important. And it's like cool. a minute, just like just telling an individual story. So I told her that we would each do one and we'd promote it on the um, podcast. So oh, if you get a chance, follow Why Go Live on Instagram. I love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I am going to. I want to get back to food because you know. Food and hair. Well, but while I'm plugging everyone, I just want to talk about. I want to talk about the Nathan moment. Are you looking at our Instagram? The what moment? Nathan. Oh yeah, Nathan. Nathan Pi. Nathan Pi. I mean, there was a moment where I was going to start taking credit for the. For all the <laughs> so you, we have a super fan, you guys, and he had his own rogue account for worst ever, worst ever Pi investigations. Um, and we've become friends with him, and he's going to be doing some of our posting and compilations from our records and our Zoom records and the stuff, some of the stuff we talk about. Like, he's our, our guy who, if we say anything, he can find the clip of it. He's found all yeah. of the last, like, crazy old um, um, commercials that we've talked about. So, yeah, he's come on board. He's going to make it. He's making it a lot of fun to to sort of be a little more But he's doing such a good job. I'm, like, going. Oh, he's amazing. I'm like, how the hell did he do that? I tried to give a la an Instagram lesson last week. <laughs> I cleaned my entire kitchen and <laughs> two bathrooms in the one time it took me to show him how to post something on a grid and how to post a story with three slides. Yeah. It, it was painful, I have to say. Well, it's hard, Christine. I'm sorry. 
I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. Uh, they don't not make it. Friendly. It's not. It's not user friendly. That's the dumbest thing. I'm like, make it so it's easy, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes practice. It takes practice. I'm gonna start baking bread like everybody else in the world. Pandemic uh, hit. Someone, someone offered me their bread machine, and I was like, I don't want. Okay. I don't even. No, no. Yeah, I don't have any interest. I'm gonna make my own starter, and then I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna take my hand at sourdough, and I'm just gonna see what happens. This is what I love. Everyone has been gluten-free and no carb and all of this for years. And then a pandemic hits and then everyone wants to just eat and make bread. I've, I mean, I've never eaten so many carbs in my life. <laughs> I've never eaten so much rice. And you know why I'm eating so much rice? Is because why? when the whole pandemic, pandemic grocery store shopping thing was happening, like I saw rice. rice. Well, no, I saw rice was flying off the shelves. So I was like, let me get rice. And so every time I would see rice, I'd go, I better get a bag of rice. It's not like I'm buying a bunch of bags of rice. But every time I'd go to the grocery store, I'd be like, oh, there's a bag of rice. I should probably grab it. You know? So now I got like four bags of rice. And I'm like, I got to eat this rice. Brandon bought soup. So much soup. I don't I got so much. I got so much soup, but I bought soup for when I was sick. Yeah, I don't eat minestrone soup. I do. Don't. I'll give it to you. We'll probably give it to the food guy. He bought a lot of women. A lot of women. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, when they bring the, um, oh. Your, so your hair looks amazing. Yeah. Well, she's, my hair? I don't know what the hell is happening with you. Um, I still have, don't have uh, a wig brush. Still no wig brush. Well, you got to get that. Um, mine is growing out. It's growing out in stages. I think it's right. getting. It's getting to a more manageable stage of some kind. I give Brandon a haircut. It looks so good. He did a really good job. Better than um, Baylor? Better than Baylor, yeah. I gave him a pretty good haircut. Um, but I did end up buying new sheer, new scissors because I realized the scissors were I almost cut myself three times. Um, but yeah. How, where, where's your bangs at? Oh, they're like just past my eyes, I guess. A lot, I mean, longer than my eyes. I'm, so this is my thing. I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna continue growing this out. I want this to be like to here, mm-hmm. down to my chin. The banks need to get down to the chin. And then I think I'm just gonna keep growing it. And cause like, what else is the, what else am I gonna do with it? And then I think eventually, I'm gonna take these front pieces here and that's gonna be like the link, this is gonna be like the long part of my hair. And then I wanna like do kind of like, shorter here i think i want to go back to like, mm, look at jennifer aniston well yeah but without all the layers of the of the 90s i think i'm gonna go back to like a bob look i think this was a good link for me okay well i get okay this is just like it's too much heat. it's i it ends up in a top knot every day it's a nightmare oh god <laughs> are you okay I just thought it was a lot of news for me. I needed that. Okay. All right. Let me ask you something else. Um, when you've looked at tickets, how? just curious, how much are they? I haven't looked. Oh, okay. I haven't are looked you, only because I was like, I don't like know. They're like $3. No, they're not. They're actually, they're, they're actually like back expensive. Up to normal, but I mean, I want to fly. I want to fly first. Either I want to fly first or I want to buy. If they are cheap, then I want to buy three seats. That's crazy. No, they're not going to be that cheap. A first class ticket would be probably no, cheap. right? Well, I'm saying that if it's coach, I want to buy at least three seats. 
Okay. So I have the whole row. I understand. But I still think it would be cheaper to go first. Yeah, so I'll go first. And my, my problem is with first is like, am I going to get the food service and the cocktails? Or, I'm going to need cocktails. No, you're not gonna, no, probably not. It's a five-hour flight. I need cocktails. I don't think they're going to, I don't know. You're going to have to look on the website. They're probably just, they've probably stopped everything. Well, I'm going to call Delta or whatever. Maybe they'll, give it, maybe they'll give it to you and then you, you mix it up. Maybe they give you everything. You know what I mean? Close. Yeah, but you have to wear a mask on the flight. So what is that? So is it my straw moment with the mask? Yeah, you have to get that mask that has the hole in it for the straw. They have a mask with the hole in it? Oh, yeah. What? Send me the link. You haven't seen this? this Send is, it to me. I don't know if this is real or not, but I think it's hilarious. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, please. I'll show you. I just sent it to my friend. She was like talking about going to, to see her parents in the Hamptons this summer. She's like, I don't know what it would be like, you know, maybe I don't even know if they'll have the beach open. I was like, the Hamptons probably will because, you know, Hamptons. I said, but you definitely need this for your walks on the beach. Oh, I need that. Isn't that funny? I bet you I don't know. It, was, so it was just somebody sent me this. I don't even know if it's a real thing or not. <sighs> I got to find that. Um, okay. Well, I have to go give my kids lunch, but. Okay, well, uh, hold on a second. Deliver the news. We should air this right away. Yeah. It's a mini-sode. Yeah. It's breaking news. Right. Um, we're going to have an all-new episode this Friday, everyone, uh, with Damon. Pampolina. From the Mickey Mouse Club. So stay tuned for that. The party. Um, the party. Stay tuned for that. And we've got um, new episodes coming out with Jamie Lynn Siegler. You guys know her from The Sopranos. Sopranos? Sopranos? I got to schedule, schedule Tony Luca. And then we're also going us. to be checking in with my friend Jody Sweeten and her yes. podcast, uh, podcast co-host Celia Behar. So we're excited. I have a lot of questions for Jody. Oh, it's going to be a good one for sure. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for... Thanks for listening. Hope you're doing okay. We want to hear your COVID stories. Please email us at worstoverpodcast at gmail.com and tell us how you're coping, whether it's with wigs or large bottles of tequila. I don't <sighs> judge. Yeah, and you can find me at Alec Led. Don't ask. I'm at Yo Lakin, and we are at Worst Ever Podcast. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later this week. I wonder if Nathan would do my Instagram. Probably not. Well, I can ask him. Why do, why do you need a personal assistant to do your Instagram? I just, no, I need a social media person. You don't need, you don't need uh, a social media I do. Media. I want him to change everything to a lot. I want him to get me more followers. I need to get top. To I need, I need, I, I need to get it top of Google when you do top a search. Google. Yeah. And there's a lot, uh, there's a lot I got to do here, guys. Okay. Well, let's get that. Let's get put it on the list right after wig brushes. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> I miss Wal I miss Walmart, by the way. You miss it? I miss it. You mean going? Yes. You stopped going. Well, I'm, I'm done. I've gotten all my family, all their Lysol needs. Oh. Like, you know, there's no reason for me to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Like I've done, you know, I got enough wipes for me. I got enough Lysol for everybody else. I got, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's no reason, like before I was like, I got it. Cause I didn't want to send an em a half empty box. So I wanted to like, make sure I got enough yeah. to fill the box. By the way, what so, did you buy from HSN? Oh, I got this spray and grow. Huh? It's for it's for the garden and for the yard. 
um, for like flowers and for vegetables and stuff. And it's a concentrate and like everything just doubles in size and blooms like crazy. It's amazing. I was watching it. Amazing. I almost bought this four pot uh, thing from Curtis Stone today though. Oh, God. Five flat flex pays of like $13.99. That's pretty good. Yeah. So five times. It was like, it was like, it was like 80 bucks for these four pots. That's not bad. Four pots. But the pots are like a fryer. Um, it, it's, Good He's got some good kitchen stuff. The I Curtis know. Stone. I know. The Curtis Stone. Oh, I heard screaming. I know. I got it. All right. Goodbye. Lunchtime. All right. Goodbye. The worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition ever. How bad can it be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. 